0: Listening to the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Uh, I think everybody deserves the credit. You know, it's a team game, and I, I think we've done a really good job throughout the course of the year. You know, we, like we've had some unfortunate injuries, we've had a lot of moving parts with different positions, and I think we've always put our guys in the best you know situation to have success. Now back to today's JMO Radio Show from the Alan Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. That is Jake Spavital, the uh, recently hired, as of yesterday, offensive coordinator, quarterback's coach at Baylor. Just sort of uh, speaking to uh, that that cut, I think, I think, speaks to his philosophy. Uh, it, it's not anything recent. It's from the season maybe a couple of weeks ago. He's the OC at Cal or was. But I think it sort of speaks to his philosophy that he'll be bringing as a member of Dave Aranda's staff. And let's learn more about Jake Spavital. Welcome in Jeff Gandy, our good friend friend, former Baylor linebacker, current uh, color analyst for the Texas State Bobcats. And Jeff, uh, I appreciate your time. You're a guy that uh, can speak pretty well to the subject of Jake Spavitol. Uh, well,
1: thank you. And uh, happy Thanksgiving, uh, John. You there, too. And I'm glad to be able to be on the, uh, on the air for you guys.
0: Appreciate it. You too. Thanks very much. So we, yeah. were, we were texting last night. Uh, what's uh, what's Baylor getting in uh, Jake Spavitol as the new O.C.?
1: Yeah, I, I think it's a good hire. It's a solid hire. Um, it's a guy who brings a lot of different uh, experiences at the at the power five and G five level. Uh, not only just being a head coach, but having to be the CEO over a program. You know, I, and, and as you asked that question last night, I was remembering the time when he when he said to me, he said, "You know, Jeff, the reason why I'm going back to make being the killer is because being a head coach takes you out of the day by day. Hmm. You know." in new show as far as what you want to do on the football field he goes that's what made me who i am uh, at west virginia at texas a&m at cal the first time and so he went back to calling plays the last year at texas uh texas state and i think that's where he's very comfortable so you're getting a guy who's doing what he's meant to do and that is you know be a mentor for quarter quarterbacks and call plays during the game he's very flexible he's uh uh, in, the, in the sense of utilizing personnel packages. He likes the spread. Um, he'll throw the ball around, but I'll tell you, he's been real successful running the football too out of the spread. You know, so, r- running the football has become sexy again all of a sudden. You, know, you don't have to throw the ball around 50 or 60 times. Uh, you can have explosive plays out of the run game as much as you can the pass game, and I think he can bring that kind of knowledge uh, to Baylor, and it's kind of a good fit. Is, you can't overhaul the whole roster You've got a lot of guys in there that's built on the run from Jeff Grimes's theory, and uh, I, I think it's a good. It's just a good, solid hire. A guy who's got going to have a lot of uh, experience and uh, probably help out with some portal decisions on personnel uh, offensively, which is uh, can enhance any any program. Obviously, any roster's got to be upgraded. All the rosters have to be upgraded, and he can uh, he knows the ins and outs of utilizing the portal as well.
0: Jeff, you know uh, you know football very well. You know Baylor, and you know our situation in the Big Twelve. The spread—he's yeah. going to bring the spread offense uh, here uh, back, really bring it back to Baylor. Uh, right. Is that a good fit? Is this a good move, uh, philosophy-wise?
1: Yeah, and again, you can run the football, the spread. Yeah, you don't have to have two and three tight ends, tight sets, and formations. Uh, and personnel packages to be effectively, to be able to effectively run the football. You can do it out of the spread. He's been very successful in doing that. Uh, Obviously, this past year at Cal where they were, I think, fourth in the conference and number 36 in FBS and running the football. And that's out of a team that really couldn't run anything two years ago. So, I I think there's a way to do it. It's it's all about attacking space. And you can do that in a run game, you can do it in a pass game, obviously, but it's about That space, and I think he's done it. He's really pretty good at at being able to exploit that through your personal packages. Um, He does it through up tempo, he does it through the formations and motion. You combine that, and you can exploit the defense, and he can attack that open space. So I think it's I think like I said before I think it's just a good hire in the situation where Baylor is right now
0: good Jeff what about uh he, he was the head coach at Texas State you worked with him there uh, for four years the head coach I think that's one of the things coach Aranda was looking for in this position was someone who had been a head coach has that experience so he can really hand the offense over to this person so Dave can now call plays on defense and focus more on the defense it seems like like uh you know coach Spavita really uh, checks the box there
1: he does he really does in other words there's a lot that goes on as a ceo of a major program like baylor and uh, there's a lot on the head coach's plate whenever you can kind of have another guy or coordinator who has that experience and you can share experiences and kind of bounce ideas off i think there's it's a good fit and i think i think spav is a good coach that He's not, it's not going to be about him. It's basically him fitting into the Baylor culture, mm-hmm. fitting into what Baylor wants to do. And I think he's very capable of doing that.
0: All right, Jeff, you, uh, obviously know coach Bavitao better than any of us having worked uh-huh. with him, uh, right. personal, not just professionally, but personally, uh, coming to Baylor, you know, Baylor's a Baylor's a special place and it's a different place uh, from a lot of other schools. Uh, is that a good fit?
1: I think so. He's a family man. Uh, you know, his faith and family has always been number one in his in his life. Uh, he, was, he has you know expressed that several times to me uh, through the ups and downs being the head coach at Texas State. And uh, believe you me, there were some tough nights on that plane ride coming home from <laughs> Coastal Carolina or from Troy or from some other team. That you know, it takes a lot to be a football coach and have those kind of discussions and. One-on-ones has been uh, very fruitful for both of us, and but uh, I think he's a good fit. I, I really do. I think he's going to blend in well. He he knows Texas. You already mentioned that on yeah. in, in, in the introduction. He knows. He knows the high schools. Um, he you know he's used the portable the portal in the past to really build at Texas State uh, when it wasn't real uh, popular to do so. Now everybody does it. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, So he can definitely help from that perspective, but also he's, he's got his ends. He he has his network in the high school uh, football coaches area as well. So, uh, I, I just think it's going to be a good fit from a culture perspective, not only from a professional, but also from a personal perspective.
0: I got you. Jeff Gandy yeah. with us, former Baylor linebacker, uh, color analyst, uh, among other jobs uh, for Texas State, Texas State Bobcats, and a good source to talk about, Jake Spavitol, newly hired offensive coordinator here at Baylor. Uh, Jeff, uh, a little bit of a left turn, but uh, be interested in your okay. thoughts on this season for Baylor. Didn't finish like any of us uh, thought it would. Uh, it started with a loss to Texas State on the opening Saturday, uh, which was a big win for Texas State, you know, give them that. But uh, kind of turned uh, turned for Baylor uh, in a direction that they never really recovered from. Uh, what were your thoughts? What do you remember about that game, that win, and uh, kind of how the season played out for the Bears?
1: Well, and again, John, you have more insight into the uh, into the season for the Bears than I do. I'm kind of like, uh, you know the ex athlete, the ex player <laughs> on the outside looking in, basically. Uh, but you know that that first game of the, of the 23 season was uh, pretty special for Texas State. It was a great opportunity to again play against a, an elite football team like and program like Baylor, and on the road in Waco and 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 um, McLean Stadium. It's just a great venue. So for the for the bobcat program it was a huge opportunity and quite honestly you know from clint clint and i we took a look at each other and said we don't know how to call this game because we don't know <laughs> what we have we really didn't we had 52 new players on the roster and they've only been together for maybe five six you know months and trying to get this thing together for this yeah sure uh we've had a pretty good season but it all started off with of that big win and, and Unfortunate for Baylor because you didn't know what to look at. You didn't have any film
0: to Mm -hmm. look at. You
1: didn't know what the personnel was going to play like. Uh, Who knew that uh, Ishmael Mahdi was going to be one of (laughs) the leading rushers in the nation? You know, who knew that? We didn't know that. Right. Uh, Nobody knew that. So it just kind of played to our advantage to kind of have a sneak attack because, but honestly, we didn't know what we had either. (laughs) Just as I think some of the Baylor coaches didn't really know how to prepare either. So it was. It is one of those kind of seasons. From Baylor perspective, I know you guys are very disappointed. I'm disappointed, too. Um, it didn't pan out. Uh, had some injuries. Uh, it's just one of those years. I don't know. It's, it's, it's a year-by-year year thing. It's hard to build a program that lasts and can be consistent. Um, but surely I think this is one step in the right direction, just getting the right coaches in there and changing up the personnel a little bit, just reloading.
0: Yeah, after it that's good that's uh, exactly what i would have hoped from you uh so good to hear your perspective you know from that uh, season opening uh, win by texas state lost by baylor at mclean stadium hey man it's great to catch up with you best to you and nancy happy holidays to you and Thank uh you let's stay in touch and hopefully our paths cross again soon
1: Will do, John. Thank you for the opportunity. And listen, uh, if there's anything you need from me and, my pers- and from my perspective, give me a call anytime.
0: I will do it. Thanks very much. Jeff Gandy, former Baylor linebacker, color analyst, Texas State radio broadcast, uh, really uniquely qualified to talk about uh, Baylor's new OC, Jake Spavital, who uh, coming to Baylor and was previously the head coach at Texas State for four years there. Great to visit with him. Uh, let me, let's me let mention a couple of other things and get to our next Break Aaron Baylor women's basketball won last night over SMU. Uh, we're impressive again 85 61. They continue to put up big points, big numbers, and uh, double doubles last night for Dariana Littlepage Bugs 24 points, 11 rebounds. Double double for Dre Edwards 10 points, 11 rebounds. Bella Fauntleroy also had 17 in the game last night, 27 assists. On 33 made baskets for, uh, for the Bears last night. That, folks, is an unbelievable number. 27 assists on 33 made baskets. They did have 14 turnovers in the game. SMU likewise had 14. Um, but a 24-point win. Impressive. For the Baylor women, who run their record to six and zero on the season, now they next will host Oregon Sunday afternoon in the Farrell Center. It's a one o'clock tip off. Another big game for Nikki Collin and the Baylor women on Sunday. Uh, On the air here at twelve thirty, tip off at one here on ESPN Central Texas Television. Will be on FS One on Sunday for the Baylor women versus the uh, Oregon Ducks. And uh, you can hear, obviously, hear the broadcast right here on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor men in action tomorrow, 5 o'clock in the Farrell Center, hosting Northwestern State. The Baylor men at 7-0 and on the season. They are leading the nation in three-point field goal percentage. They're at 44.3%. No team is better shooting threes right now than the Baylor men at